0: Warning the following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions.
1: Stop it! You're acting like a child!
2: Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust,
0: and dissect. Alright. No normal mind can imagine. I'm going here.
2: Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Fucking dead bastard.
0: And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike, Mike and, and Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> we are of the dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. <sighs> Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I am Jeremy. How you doing, bro?
2: Doing really well. Doing good. Gorgeous day today.
0: Dude, beautiful. Nice, crisp, cool. I'm very excited about the Celtics game. Once we wrap this up, hopefully we'll have a nice lead and won't let it dwindle.
2: Yeah, 17-point leads in the fourth quarter. You can't blow those. You just can't.
0: It was thirteen point lead at the half, but you know, who was counting, right? Yeah, dude, sports are so weird right now. It's like, it is, but you,
2: but you know what? I, I I feel like the NBA and the NHL nailed it on the head. I think they've both done a great job. Baseball, I haven't watched a single game.
0: Baseball is so weird. Do they have like these cardboard cutouts? And can you imagine spending four hundred dollars to have your cardboard cutout sitting in a seat? Oh,
2: shit. But I'd rather see other people pay that money to put freaking Bernie behind home plate.
0: Yeah, yeah that was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's weird seeing, like, people zooming in. Like, that's how the NBA is doing it. Yeah. And it's it's trippy, man. And yeah, speaking of trippy, Mandy. Mandy, yes. Holy shit.
2: Yeah. So this was my first viewing of this movie. It yeah. It was it it was a ride i'll tell you that
0: it's definitely a ride and like i've said before I, I believe you could direct quote me on this it's a slow burn that ignites into a fucking inferno
2: oh god yeah it's it, it's it's like two two separate movies like cut in half
0: yeah you get the romantic drama to set up their love and then you have a full-on fucking revenge flick
2: right no, I, I mean it was it was it was definitely I mean we're, we're gonna we're gonna get into my thoughts about it was
0: funny. fun and you get Nicolas Cage at his Nicolasy cageiest.
2: <laughs> that, that's that's a good way to describe it,
0: and it works. It's like it a does. lot of, a lot of movies like you know he's like oh bees or, you know like shit like that but in, you know, he's a constant meme. But it really, really works for this movie. So let's just get right into this. This is a recipe for disaster. Recipes. Got two recipes for this one. Two. So obviously, you're doing Mandy. Cheddar Goblin, you gotta do it up. So we made some Mandy's Mac and Cheese. Basically the same cheese sauce, just a little bit... um, Not as thick as we did with the Sorority Babes cheesy fries. Added a little bit of Gouda to give it a nice little extra touch and some black skull smoked ghost pepper because black skulls come on oh yeah fuck yeah Yeah, that was it was really good i actually made two separate batches of the cheese sauce so jenna could enjoy the mac and cheese and then i could melt my face off and speaking of melting faces we made up some chemist's special batch now this was an expensive recipe because i went to my local dispensary and grabbed up some milk chocolate laced with thc obviously the dispensary melted that up into some chocolate milk and this is a very tedious process um i do not suggest you try it at home because if you fuck up that chocolate man you're gonna gonna be pretty pissed (laughs) but holy fuck i do not suggest drinking the chocolate milk that I drank. I mean, it was delicious, don't get me wrong. It made me feel really good. It made me feel too good. You don't want to feel too good. No. But maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I don't know. It's all preference, my friend. That's right. So let's just get right into it.
2: Spoilers ahead. Right off
0: the DVD cover. <laughs> Nicholas Cage gives the performance of a lifetime. Astonishing. Insanely violent. And ethereally beautiful. I mean, it really is all those things. The quiet life of devoted couple Red, Nicolas Cage from Leaving Las Vegas, and Mandy, Andrea Riseborough from Birdman, takes a dark and bizarre turn when a nightmarish cult and their maniacal leader, Linus Roach from Vikings, seek to possess Mandy, body and soul. A shocking assault on the innocent pair leads to the spirit. Spiraling, surreal, bloody rampage of all-out, mind-altering vengeance. Well, fuck. Yeah, yeah. That pretty much sums it up. As it should, because that's literally the DVD synopsis. <laughs> I would hope that sums up.
2: I was about to say, isn't that the point?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: So, we have Mandy, 2018, Panos Cosmatos.
0: Yes. His second film.
2: Yes. Also, apparently Elijah Wood was a producer in this.
0: So I I wanted to shout him out later, but might as well get to it right now. He was a big facilitator of making this happen. They saw Beyond the Black Rainbow, and they basically, him and his boys, just threw money at Panos. And they were like, you know, whatever your next project is, we want in. And they actually uh, sat Nicolas Cage down a couple times with Panos. And made it happen, made him be red. Originally, they wanted him to be Jeremiah, which would have been weird.
2: No, I don't think that would have worked.
0: I can't imagine anyone else being red.
2: Yeah, no, no, I I agree. All right, so the first thing, we see a quote. When I die, bury me deep. Lay two speakers at my feet. Wrap some headphones around my head. And Rock and roll me when I'm dead.
0: Now, I have to say, if you have headphones on, why do you need speakers at your feet? You don't. You just have speakers. Why, why have the headphones? But anyway, spe- that's that's a quote. That's the last words of Douglas Roberts from 2005 when he was having a lethal injection. Yeah, he was all <laughs> fucked up on drugs. And he carjacked someone, made basically made the guy drive him around to do his errands, And then he fucking killed the guy. He actually felt really bad about it. He uh, felt remorseful. And he actually pleaded to be put to death. Oh, wow. And then he came up with that that cool rhyme. Those are better last words than kiss my ass. (laughs)
2: Like, (laughs) that's just lazy. But as you said, if he's got headphones, he probably doesn't need speakers.
0: No, a little bit of an oversight. But, you know, he was in solitary on death row. What are you going to do?
2: Anyway, so the opening is kind of floating over a forest and um, it looks, it's like a lumberjack site and we see Nicholas Cage, his character's name is Red.
0: Red Miller. Red
2: Miller. Uh, he looks miserable. Like he's just not really either into his work or whatever it is.
0: I mean, he's a lumberjack. This is the end of his shift. He's probably yeah. tired. I would say this opening is very dreary. You obviously get the tired and the opening song which gets its own credit in the opening credits starless by king crimson yep off of their album red (laughs) now just to branch off really quick obviously the song's important but what really stuck out from the song to me was the line starless and bible black Hmm. bible black is because they used to have leather-bound Bibles that were black, yeah. but it, it basically just meant as dark as can be, starless. So just avoid.
2: Got it. So the end of the shift, he gets. Apparently, they take a helicopter out of wherever they're working.
0: Right, because they're on um, they're on site in the middle of a fucking like redwood right. forest.
2: Right. Yeah. So he leaves. Guy offers him a beer. Turns it. He down. says,
0: Nah, nah, nah. I don't. I don't want the beer. With no words, just... Right. So he drives... Oh, w- w- did you see his cool shirt? He's got a cool 44 shirt.
2: Yeah, so apparently that was a reference to a Mark Twain' Unfinished Novel.
0: Oh, look at you, the mysterious stranger. Oh yeah, whoop, whoop, Jeremy doing his homework. However, also,
2: it was also a reference to Reggie Jackson. Mm, no. That's that I read that on IMDb.
0: He's he wasn't he number 42.
2: No. You're I, thinking of Jack you're thinking of Jackie Robinson. Reggie
0: Jackson Oh, was you're right. Oh shit. Because I read that and I was like, well, oh, that's wrong, man. I guess I'm just an idiot.
2: Don't argue baseball with me. So anyway, so he drives like a I'm think I think it's a Bronco. It is a,
0: not. Is it a blazer? It's a late seventies Chevy Blazer. Now, there's fights on the internet about whether it's a Bronco or a Blazer. I put so both I, I, I took, wasn't sure. I took a picture of it. And obviously, the the logo might purposely be messed up. It kind of right. looks like a fish instead of like the Chevy ribbon. Yeah. But I sent the picture to my boy, Big Al, who's a mechanic, got his own shop. And he confirmed, with like never has he ever texted me back so quickly. That's a Blazer. Oh, like, yeah. No, no, if, no if, question about it.
2: I was about to say, if anybody knows, he would know.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good stories of uh, us having a Chevy Blazer back in the day. So, so anyway.
2: anyway. Anyway, I wasn't sure. I wrote Blazer or Bronco. Yes. But anyway, black and red, almost like an A-team-ish kind of like scheme going on.
0: It was very cool.
2: Yeah. It goes into a scene of somebody taking a hit of, I'm guessing it looks like a homemade like wooden bowl. And it's ske- Mandy. I know that.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry,
2: I know that. When I'm you said saying.
0: someone, I'm like, "What is but like the... some random person?" No, it's fucking no, Mandy. These
2: these people are watching the movie. Okay, they don't know who this person is just yet. Okay. Jeez, put yourself Sog. in their shoes. So anyway, she's um, sketching a naked, blindfolded lady with a lion.
0: Um, I saw a many-eyed wolf. Wasn't I, I saw a lion. There were mad eyes on it.
2: There, there were mad eyes, but yes, I saw a lion.
0: Well, oh, whatever. It's an animal. It's true. And it was done in red pencil. Yes. On a yellow page.
2: So red, you know, and he's on his way back home and he's, there's a, he's listening to a speech from Reagan uh, talking about pornography and abortion and he just doesn't seem like he cares he just kind of shuts it off
0: there's a great spiritual awakening in america this is actually from his evil empire speech where he's talking about the cold war and he basically boils it down to this is a battle between good and evil red doesn't get that far in the speech he turns it right when they're like uh sex is bad porno's bad rock music's bad red's like fuck that shit turned it off
2: (laughs) yeah he doesn't seem to care and we get our first title
0: at 6 minutes and 38 seconds in
2: The Shadow Mountains 1983 AD. So blue sparkly letters kind of seems happy like a happy little time.
0: Right, it's a cool blue and so Panos Cosmatos. This is his second movie. His first movie also based in 1983. So that had me wondering. This is one of, All right, so shout out to Jenna Because I had all these random ass side notes off of my actual notes. Where I'm like, all right, I want to look into the number 44. I want to look into what happened in 1983. Why is that so important to Panos? Because, I mean, he was like 9 years old at this point. It's just a a bunch of fucking shit. So she researched a lot of it for me. So, mad shout out. So, 1983. I don't know, let's just look at a couple random events that happened that year. Michael Jackson did his first moonwalk. Uh-huh. Microsoft Word was introduced to the world. The first Hooters opened up in Clearwater, Florida. Hmm. And Pioneer 10 was the first man-made object to leave the solar system. 1983, not much else happening. We were two. Yeah, our, ter- <laughs> our terrible twos.
2: So it looks like um, Nicolas Cage put a put a little bit of weight on for this movie. He, he looked a little tubby.
0: He looked That's like a looked. regular regular Joe, a regular guy. You could relate right. to him. Right. And I think that was the point.
2: Right. So we see Mandy. She's very plain looking. She has glasses, cut off Motley Crue t-shirt.
0: Rock and so roll.
2: Red comes in and tells a, just an awful Eric Estrada joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada who?
0: Eric Estrada from Chips. <laughs> like that's one of those jokes that you tell and like my daughter would be like dad i get it but it's it's just not funny <laughs> <laughs> like you get that six-year-old dead face pen straight in your eyes like you're not funny it's I, I get the joke i get why you think it's funny it's just not
2: <laughs> yeah and so he asked what she's he knowing. actually
0: startled her yeah when he did. said not so he comes in and the it's their house But he, you know, startles her with the knock-knock. Yeah.
2: Ask what she's drawing, and she says she's drawing a jungle temple.
0: Hmm. And he's very impressed by her work. I mean, he's admiring it. Right. He stands there and watches. Very lovingly, and then it fades to their crazy fishbowl-like bedroom. Now, their house was very unique. Uh, I'm guessing he built it. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's a very rustic house. There was mad windows
2: well, that's what the house was it was just
0: a house of windows yeah they were like don't if you you know the glass house right thing you know you know don't throw don't get stoned in a glass house is that is right. that what it was
2: so so obviously I mean they, they love the outdoors so and in- their
0: their bed is like jutting out from the house and it's like surrounded by glass and they just have this amazing view of the stars right and their bedroom is like bathed in this calming blue lighting yeah,
2: so they're they're laying in bed. He asked how her day was, and she said she read the uh the galaxy book. And he asked her, "What's your favorite planet?" She likes Jupiter.
0: No doubt. Yeah, Jupiter.
2: Something about like it was an eye of a storm that could just eat up Earth.
0: The surface of Jupiter has a storm that's been raging for a thousand some odd years, but the eye of the storm—it's called the red eye right and it could swallow the earth whole right because that's how giant jupiter is so
2: red likes saturn but then changes to galactus pretty cool
0: yeah saturn's pretty cool
2: because apparently the galactus eats planets apparently nicholas cage is a huge comic book fan
0: i mean his he changed his name right from uh, nicholas coppola he changed it to Nick Cage after Luke Cage from Marvel right. Comics. And Galactus is this huge giant that basically floats around space and he's so giant that he has this enormous appetite and he literally eats planet. Right. So she's like, Galactus isn't a planet. He's like, Yeah, but it eats planets. And he does like like that Pac Man voice. Nom, nom, nom,
2: nom, nom. Right. So the next day, I mean they kind of they spend the whole day like fishing or,
0: or fishing on a beautiful could- lake. The shot of the lake and he's just talking like his arms are going all over the place. He's he's like doing an Italian talk, you know, because we talk with our hands and you can tell that they're just deep in carving. They're just having a great time just floating on the lake.
2: No, absolutely. And then, you know, they have a campfire and she's just in Mm -hmm. the water staring at him.
0: Yeah. So it's a raging fire. It first shows, but then it kind of zooms out and it's. Just a campfire that he's stoking. And Mandy emerges nude from the water. And right. he just stares at her, enamored. Like, you can tell these people are in love. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, definitely. And she wakes up the next morning. She hears, like, a howling noise. And this is where, like, I start to get, like, like confused. I'm like, all right.
0: like she's Yeah, there was up an and... animal crying.
2: Right. And so then, like, she's walking through the woods. Now, I wasn't sure if this was her, like, remembering like a dream because it was kind of foggy. She didn't have her glasses on. And now like we see she has a visible scar under her eye, which I'm not a hundred percent sure they actually addressed that.
0: They never addressed it, but you can tell that she's been battered.
2: Right. And, and, but when, when Susan and I watched it, we figured it probably went back to when she was telling the story about her father. Well, I mean, we'll get to that.
0: Uh, very, very possibly, or a, a former lover. Yeah. I mean, it's not important. It's just showing no, that, it's not. that she's, I don't want to say damaged, but, you know. Not a good past. She's, she's got a bad backstory. And, yeah, so she stumbles on the dead deer, which has been, it looks like, just yeah, no not, not, not attacked by an animal. It was brutally murdered for some reason, and she cries.
2: Yeah, the, the antlers are gone. The eyes are gone. It was... It, 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 I mean, it was. I it mean, it was, wouldn't have it antlers.
0: Sad. It was a, it was a baby deer. Wait. Either way. Okay, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> static. Channel thirteen.
2: Yeah. Is that the only channel they get? I don't
0: Apparently know. Apparently it is. Channel thirteen is cool, man. Well, they're <laughs> so, in the they're in the middle of nowhere. This is the '80s, so they got the uh, the rabbit ears. Right. So at a certain point, the channel stops, and then it just goes to static, and right. I think that's what woke her up.
2: Right. So they're on the couch. Red's asleep and Mandy says he's been having a bad dream, yet he can't remember what it is. And then he starts saying that he wants you know, he wants to move away from the place, but Mandy doesn't want to.
0: I like it here. It's peaceful. It's our little home.
2: Right. And then she goes on to tell a story about where she used to live and her father and how I mean it comes across as he was abusive and like he took a bunch of little baby birds, starlings, and basically had her, her friend, like, he killed one in front of her friends and then, like, handed a crowbar around so that, like, the kids could do it, too. And then when it got to be her turn, she, you know, ran away.
0: Right. So, Starling. That was another one. That I'm like, hmm. Well, obviously, it's has Star in the name. There's a lot of Cosmos shit happening in this. But Starlings are America's most hated bird. Did you know that?
2: I did not. They sound There's- like such such
0: nice it's a nice it's a nice name because way back when they were named, the Celts held them as sacred. But there's just so many of them. I mean, we literally have a flock that comes and I don't know what, just tries to eat bugs in our yard. And there's all these holes. They're literally a pest. And I often take a sack and throw them in there and bash them in with crowbars with the neighborhood kids. But anyway, the, so Starling's have this big group behavior. Have you ever seen like a giant flock of birds that looks like a swarm of bees? Yeah. That's those are starlings. They have this crazy oh. communication and it's like a beautiful group behavior, but they're so destructive. So they're beautiful and destructive. And the dad says that the reason he wants to kill them is because they've been eating cherries from their cherry trees. Cherries, the symbol of purity. Right. Note that down. All right. Sorry. Got it. Got it. Tangent.
2: So there's a book on the table called Seeker of the Serpent's Eye.
0: And that's a great time to bring up Johan Johansson. So that's a fake book, by the way, that she's reading. Right. It, was that a, she... it was a prop. But what was it? The Seeker of the Serpent's Eye is the musical song from the score that Johan Johansson performs. He uh, He's not no longer with us. And this movie was actually dedicated to him.
2: It's actually Johan Johansson. So like a Y. Ah,
0: oh, fuck me.
2: Just saying. It's got a J, man. Yeah, we don't pronounce J's like a J.
0: Because that would just be silly.
2: <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's a, you know, crumpled up dollar as a bookmark. Sorry, another no.
0: tangent. This movie's gonna go on for a long time, but that's how it should, because that's how it felt when you when you watched this for the first time um yeah my mom used to do that would put money in the book as a bookmark and when you finish the book you get to spend the money Yeah, yeah it's a pretty old school thing
2: so as she's reading it you hear her reading it like in in her head but there's all of a sudden like a dark voice that kind of accompanies her reading it and then here she is in the woods again she just likes to walk around in the woods there's some like trippy kind of like effects going on but again I took nope. it
0: as she was walking to work in bare feet she's a hippie I I she's very, so. she's in she's in one with nature you could say yeah i guess so did you see my eyebrows move i know you people at home did not see my eyebrows move but they <laughs> did when i said one with nature
2: so yeah she's just holding her book and it always has that red kind of hue like like throughout the movie
0: black sabbath shirt
2: yeah, she, changed, she def, definitely changed her shirt because she because when she was reading the book, she was wearing the Motley Crue shirt. So she definitely changed her shirt.
0: Yep.
2: And then we have a van coming down the road the opposite direction that has... Creepy about s-
0: yellow rape van.
2: That has about six or seven passengers in it. And, I mean, they look high as fuck.
0: As you would in 1983 driving a sketchy yellow rape yeah. van. And now she kind of looks nervous as this Van is coming down the road.
2: Right, she does. And then she makes eye contact with the passenger. So obviously the passenger is taken aback a little bit.
0: Takes his sunglasses off and glares back down at her. Yeah. Uh, did you notice they have a pine tree air freshener? Now, like you said, it's like everything had that red tint, so I couldn't tell which pine tree it was. What scent do you think that the children of the dawn <laughs> like in their <laughs> rape van?
2: I'm I'm guessing it was just the regular green one at that time because this was the early '80s. I mean, You're I don't know right. how many I
0: don't know how many varieties they had. Okay, so it wasn't new car smell, the blue one.
2: No, it was probably the green one that was like evergreen. That's my <laughs> that's my
0: guess. Ah, uh, fuckos. Yeah.
2: So here we get our second chapter, "Children of the New Dawn."
0: Twenty-one minutes and fifty-six seconds into this, blood red font, dark evil looking title. It looked like a Stephen King cover from around that time.
2: It did. See, and a lot of the, a lot of the things Susan said, like when those titles like came up, it seemed like something like Stranger Things did.
0: Right. It seemed like a, this is a new chapter.
2: Right. So we see an older woman. Uh, this is Marlene, and she's
0: mother Marlene.
2: Mother Marlene. She's by. This is also Jeremiah. Jeremiah Sand. Like. And so they're he's, in a
0: cheap ass motel. Right. No-tell motel.
2: She's by his bedside. He's, you know, obviously laying down. He doesn't... He seems upset about something. What's the the,
1: matter?
0: What
2: did I do? Did I do something wrong?
0: Everything you (laughs) You... do is wrong. He
2: lets her know that she... Like, he needs Mandy. Like, he feels naked without her. And, of course, like, she's now kind of pissed.
0: She seems very jealous and yeah, he just keeps going on. He doesn't he doesn't know her name's Mandy yet. He just keeps calling her right. her. He's like I need her. He's very fucking angry.
2: Right. Like I feel naked without her. And then, you know, he's very demeaning to her and just like, "Do you hear me? Sometimes I don't think you hear anything at all. If you are not with me, you will not ascend." Yeah, that's that's harsh. So go fetch me, brother
0: Swan. Which is her literal brother. Really? I'm not sure if I knew that. All right. So this movie has... It's very deep. Everybody has a name. I didn't know anybody's names until I'm looking at the credit. I'm like, oh, my God. Who the fuck are all these people?
2: Right. Well, that was the thing. I had to look up the credits and look at the actor and like maybe... like Okay, that looks like that guy.
0: So So the song that plays later, which we'll get to... Is on Spotify, and you can actually, uh, I forget the website, but you can actually see, or not see, hear that track, along with a 17-minute bonus track, which is basically Jeremiah giving his recruitment speech. And it's it's like um, he's trying to recruit you, and it's fucking, it's creepy, man. And it's very parallel with Charles Manson, which we'll get into later.
2: I believe the site was Bandcamp. I think so, too. Yeah, uh, you know, ah,
0: this one time at band camp.
2: <laughs> well, no, a, a buddy of mine um, that comes to my work a lot has a band and he posts his stuff on that website. So oh, that's cool. I've, I've used it a few times. Yeah.
0: So Brother Swan. Brother Swan is basically this guy's right hand man. He's right. basically Jeremiah's little bitch.
2: Right. So and so he gets he basically tells Brother Swan that he wants him to get the girl.
0: Of course. The dude's like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's go get her.
2: And uh, do you have the horn of a
0: Braxis? Of course he does. And he passes it in this like cool ass green flashing lights as he passes this what looks like a stone flute.
2: It it looked like it was made of lava rock.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool. I kind of want one.
2: (laughs) So why don't you offer up the porker just to seal the deal?
0: And by Porker, it looks like the kid from Bad Santa. Yeah, it's, it's true. If if that kid joined a cult,
2: uh, he couldn't find his nose if he
0: was looking in a mirror. Which was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Ask dudes him. like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. And he goes, oh, go bring in the young slut. <laughs> yeah, go go get me sister Lucy. And you know she comes in, shuts the door, and it's heavily yeah. implied that he's going to make hate to her. Yes. Yeah. Can we take a pit stop? I gotta take a piss, dude. (laughs) I'm pausing.
2: All right. All right. So, so Mandy's now at work. Looks like she works at, like, a local gas station.
0: Gas station, convenience store, like, country type store.
2: Right. And now Mother Marlene is in the store shopping. That's a cool t-shirt. Compliments her shirt. Asks about her book, and then she's like, "Oh, you must, you know, you must live close by." And Mandy tells her that she lives near Crystal Lake, which you know, cool. That sounds lovely.
0: I'll see you later.
2: Yeah, Mandy definitely. Whoa. Mandy definitely seems uneasy around her. She's like, "What the fuck is this?" Going yeah, on? and it
0: doesn't look like a typical gas station clerk annoyance at the customer. Right. Like, she's like, hmm, bad bad juju off of this one. Yeah,
2: that'll be five bucks. Just give me the money. And her cash drawer is just basically a box.
0: <laughs> it was like a, yeah, it was a cigar box. Yeah. Country store, 80s. Yeah.
2: So, guys are in the family van. Now, they're, they're parked, are in this, I don't know, wooded area. It's like they're waiting for somebody. So, Brother Swan gets out and plays, plays the horn.
0: The Horn of Abraxas. Now, Abraxas, way, way back, was like a kind of a trickster, lesser god. And, you know, obviously Christians are like, oh, well, there's only one god, so that's a demon now. So for a long time, Abraxas was a demon. And it's also a great album by Santana. Uh Abraxas was his album with Black Magic Woman You got, Oi, como va? You know, hey, how's it going? But it opens with this trippy track called Singing Winds, Crying Beasts. Interesting. Very great album. Santana is the fucking man.
2: So he gets back in the van and he goes, and now we wait. And so we have the guy with the mullet in the passenger seat. I'm guessing that's Brother
0: Klopek, maybe? I I think so. He looks very special. Special, his like lip is hanging out, and he's like almost drooling yeah. in every scene, and he just starts playing with the window.
2: Oh my god! And you can see Brother Swan's just like, oh my fucking god, just stop.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I can't fucking stand this kid. Why do I have to hang out with him? Um, keeps play- Yeah, he keeps
2: playing with the window. So, and all of a sudden, like these motorcycles and like four wheelers show up, and these just demon looking biker guys that come from god knows where
0: yeah they they come in heavy breathing they're snarling they're revving their engines
2: i mean they look like something out of a video game that i play
0: what video game is that
2: it's called the evil within it's actually Uh, really good
0: uh, but check that out
2: there's some fucked up like demons in it
0: they reminded me of the bikers from weird science yeah that's true this is the black skulls we have scratch scabs Sis. And fuck pig.
2: (laughs) I'm guessing which one that is.
0: Uh, I think so, too. (laughs) And obviously, sis is the the female, which I didn't know there was a female until I watched this movie, like, the fourth time.
2: I don't think I caught there was a female.
0: Yeah, because you can't really see humans when they show them. Right. They're very dark. They wear all black. It's always dark when they're shown, and they're covered in, like, Weird Cenobite S&M gear.
2: Well, that's what that's what Susan thought when, when we watched it this morning. She's like, these are like Cenobites on acid, basically. L-
0: literally on yeah. acid. And now, are these Cenobites that don't answer to the Layman configuration? Like, the instead of the puzzle box, they answer to the, the, the cover rock?
2: The Ocarina of Time? I mean... <laughs> 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 yeah, so... So anyway, I'm guessing it's the leader that goes up to Brother Swan, kind of like caresses his cheek, cuts him a little bit, and then Brother Swan hands him a jar.
0: Yeah, a mason jar, and this dude oh, he opens it. it. He's just gulping. And then blood for blood. More. First things first. Dun dun.
2: We go back to Red and Mandy. They're eating dinner, watching a sci-fi movie, which they seem to be enthralled with. That they're like eating dinner while staring at the friggin' TV,
0: like. I mean, that's it. what people do when you're eating in your living room. Don't yeah, they, you watch TV? And they do, eat but they look food? they
2: look super into
0: this movie. Oh, they were probably super stoned. They got that wooden <laughs> homemade bowl going around, getting passed back and forth. Actually, I don't ever see Red smoking anything other than a cigarette.
2: Yeah, but still on Channel 13, which always seems to be on Channel 13. Red goes off for a smoke and just kind of like stares out into the yard. Which... And then
0: flicks the lit butt off into the forest. Yeah. Not cool, bro.
2: Not cool. Now, the biker demon Cenobites things. Now, they're up on a hill outside their house. with like Watching. A, with like a, again, like a red light is behind them.
0: Yeah, so the red lights behind them and then we have Red and Mandy sleeping in the blue. Yeah.
2: And then all, their room basically turns into a bug zapper with all the the yeah. freaking flashing lights and zapping. As the and...
0: skulls are approaching the bed, it it does it flats like a annoying blue strobe light as they yeah. get closer.
2: So, I wasn't exactly like 100% sure as to like what was like happening or what they did. It looked like some like one of them like others spit like something or kissed like Mandy or whatever. I wasn't quite sure but like it basically either it just like made them like motionless.
0: Yeah so they're holding down Red and Mandy and they're forced to look at each other as they're being held down but the strobe lights it seemed like there was some kind of electrical interference as the skulls came up and it's still happening and Red looks terrified and Mandy, she just looks concerned, I would say.
2: Oh, yeah, very concerned.
0: And then they just... Yeah, not exactly scared, sorry.
2: And then they just knock out Red, smack him over the head, put a bag over Mandy's head and take her out. Yeah. So now they're in a kitchen.
0: Natural lighting, which is rare for this movie. Rare in this movie. It just shows their, like, horrible 80s yellow kitchen.
2: Don't worry. The scary men are gone.
0: Is a nice big bowl of apples in the middle of the table as nice. Mother Marlene and Sister Lucy are trying to comfort her. Your
2: hubby will be fine as long as you're a good girl.
0: Good girl. So the scene is shot beautifully. We have young Lucy on the left. And on the right, you have old Mother Marlene. And dead center in between is Mandy staring at the bowl of apples.
2: Marlene gets up and just open hand slaps her in the face.
0: That was a jealous bitch slap if I've ever seen one. Oh, of course. What's Mandy wearing? What are you wearing, Mandy? she wearing the 44 shirt, I believe. She is. So they give
2: her, they force an eyedrop into her eye and then they grab a jaw. She's
0: got dry eyes. Visine. That's true. I get those too. So they. Dosed her with a heavy drop of LSD. Yeah.
2: But then they grab another mason jar that has some sort of hornet
0: in it. That was actually a tarantula hawk wasp.
2: Well, it was a mix between that. Well, they, I, what I looked up, they, they also called it a, like a spider wasp or something. But same thing.
0: Yes, a tarantula hawk wasp is right. a spider wasp because it its sting is the most painful sting. Right, known yeah. in the animal kingdom.
2: Right, it goes away after, like the most like part of the pain goes away in like five minutes. I believe it. Yeah,
0: seven. but but until then, you're basically paralyzed with pain and fear and shock, right. and that's basically what it does. It goes to the tarantula, it paralyzes it, and then brings it to its spot.
2: So this this kind of wigged me out a little bit because oh yeah, you don't like bees. I'm s- I'm, I'm terrified of bees. Like, like not like honeybees, bumblebees, but like, you know, yellow jackets, wasps, hornets, whatever.
0: So a tarantula, so, hawk, wasp, you would not be cool with, huh?
2: I, you, you know what, I it would take a little time to warm up to it.
0: Right. So anyway, it's basically been bathing, marinating, if you will, in a jar of LSD. Right. So they dose her in the eye and then sting her with the most painful... Mm-hmm intense sting that you can have as they're dosing her again.
2: I call this the cherry on top. It's all but a beautiful dream.
0: Which is very echoey. All but a beautiful dream. Yeah. Dream dream. A dream he's having right now.
2: A dream he is having?
0: Mm-hmm. Won't you join us in that dream? And it gets really blurry Except for Mandy. It focuses in on Mandy and then it, Mandy and it melts to pink.
2: So, she's brought down this hallway into a room and everybody is just kind of sitting around. It's like a family room. It's, and
0: it, it. Have you ever been to a drug party? Eh, not really. This is what it looks like. It's just like a bunch of like couches and random beds and stuff and people are just jamming out to music and just laying there and yeah, uh, yeah. there's some stuff going on. Yeah. Not that I've been a one. I just, you know, I've seen it, seen it in a book. I've read about it. I saw the news and they were talking about this place. <laughs> they said, don't go there.
2: <laughs> so Jeremiah is wearing this weird space Jesus robe kind of thing.
0: A very culty robe.
2: Yeah. And he
0: goes through his whole, like, speech. Sorry for all the fuss and muss. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing.
2: (laughs) So what do you see? Look at me. And she says, the reaper fast approaching.
0: I see the reaper fast approaching. That's right. And then he makes her listen to his crappy demo. (laughs) (laughs) He has it on vinyl. He puts it on. (laughs) And then he said, dude, he compares himself to the carpenters. He said, but I'm better than the carpenters.
2: Yeah. So apparently he's this rejected musician.
0: Very Charles Manson, right. so right. the this definitely this cult is definitely based off of Manson. Like when, like I said, the seventeen minute track of him talking, yeah, obvious parallels and like this this is his Beach Boy moment, right, right here when Dennis Wilson is not going to hook him up and they fuck up his lyrics and he just goes off the deep end.
2: So maybe Dennis Wilson didn't drown by accident. So he goes through this whole big, like, monologue, and actually it was awesomely shot, because it kind of, it switches back and forth between Mandy's face and Jeremiah's face in the cool, like, transition.
0: Which makes us feel awkward as a viewer, because instead of cutting from one person to the next, yeah. they show us both at the same time. And, like, and in my head, I'm going, am I going fucking crazy? Like, what the fuck am I watching? It was like the Reface app. <laughs> kind of. <laughs>
2: I like that map too. Way too much.
0: <laughs> uh, dude says I'm a special one, and then he disrobes. That's just we're just
2: gonna drop the eggplant emoji
0: right there. Yeah. So she she goes, "Oh, is this you? Yeah, did you make this song?" And then she looks up at him. She just starts laughing. <laughs> it's you, about you. Don't you fucking look at me! And he
2: just starts to friggin. You know starts to masturbate cause
0: Yeah he's trying to get it he's trying to get his dick hard so it looks bigger <laughs> and she sees like she sees the humiliation and her like legitimate laughs she weaponizes the laughter and then she starts like cackling right at him and just like fuck you dude
2: yeah he
0: even yells at the children he's so mad that he yells at his cult people like don't look at me right
2: so now red is now tied up with barbed wire
0: so you know one thing that always bothers me about movies is when they gag someone and it's just like a little like thing over their mouth why can't they scream like obviously this guy is in the middle of woods or in the middle of nowhere no one can hear him scream right but i always wondered like that doesn't stop people from screaming that's like horrible you have to like cover the whole mouth right you have to muffle them so he's he's
2: you know Wrapped in barbed wire around the mouth, around the hands. Jeremiah is talking into a mirror. I'm guessing talking to his his god or whatever. Saying, tell me what to do.
0: Just do tell what me to what do. to do. So I
2: believe this is inside Red and Mandy's house.
0: Don't ever doubt yourself. Yeah, they're still in Mandy's, Mandy and uh, Red's house. Right. So
2: Jeremiah, Brother Swan, Sister Lucy, they, they go over to Red. And Jeremiah makes Lucy play, basically play... Russian roulette to show how much she loves
0: him. Solo Russian roulette. Uh, She gets the click, luckily. But basically, he's like, do you see this fucking shit? Like, this is what people do for me. He's wearing a cross, which is weird. Like this big-ass gaudy cross.
2: Yeah, I didn't understand that. And then Brother Swan, I believe, comes out, pulls out the tainted blade of the pale knight from the abyssal lair.
0: Now, I'd like to point that out because I looked that up. Apparently that's some like Dungeons and Dragons shit. It was like from a game. So Abraxas, uh, Jeremiah, here's Santana and he makes this shit up and he played Dungeons and Dragons with his friend BJ one time. And they play, (laughs) played with this blade and they get to like, basically this whole cult is bullshit. I believe he's wearing a cross.
2: I believe his name was actually tire world. (sighs)
0: Gonna drop his, his actual name. That's good. <laughs> Poor just... stupid pigs born without souls. And there's another green light hand transfer as they pass the tainted blade. And their fucking eyes are all like demonized. They're just completely blacked out. Yeah. And Jeremiah says, Jesus didn't offer a sacrifice. Like, he's like, oh, Jesus, you know, could have still been here if he had someone else die on the cross. And then he stabs red. With yeah. the tainted blade, the same place that Jesus was stabbed. Right.
2: We wasted the chemist's finest
0: on your whore. Wow. Really going to drop the W.H. Jeremiah? <gasps> I mean, Jeremiah's saying, not not you, Jeremiah. Yeah. So now, yeah, Mandy's in a bag, much like those starlings from earlier in her life. Yep. She's hoisted up, and doused with gas. They light one match and there's no wind it lights her up that is very hard to do
2: yeah and and there' she's being she was strung up by I their swing set I believe yep why do they have a swing set maybe they had a bench on it maybe they like to sit on the swing set maybe maybe that was maybe. something that they like to do you know the darker the whore the brighter the flame
0: god damn that's rude and she's she's ablaze now and yeah. you can see her. She's kicking. Her,
2: yeah, you can that, and eventually you can see her face too.
0: Yeah, and it pans around, and every single one of the uh, cult members is grinning like a crazy, wild grin, except for Lucy. She's the only one that looks uh, but, remorseful. Well,
2: Jeremiah isn't really
0: laughing either. Well, no, no. I said the cult members. He's okay. not a cult member. He's. He's the leader. A crazy person that bosses them around. So, yeah, he's very nervous-looking, and you can see disappointment, and then he sits back at exactly the halfway mark, like to the minute, and that is when Mandy is dead, and the bag is no longer kicking, and it's starting to burn out. The exact halfway. And this is the point where it goes from the romantic, Build up to the crazy cliffhanger before we start Mandy. Yeah, part two.
2: So they all leave. Red finally gets himself free. I mean, he he goes head straight for the ashes, and it's
0: just sorry. You're going way too fast. We can How cut I... this into we can cut this into two parts if we do part one and part two, maybe, or just have like a two hour episode. But when Mandy dies, you see Red. He's screaming and screaming, and then he's just defeated he stops screaming he's crying and he's yeah. just like he's done and the music stops
2: okay so red eventually gets himself free from his from the barbed wire which looked awful to try and get out of
0: yeah and, man he's going to he's going to be feeling that tomorrow yeah
2: so he like i said he goes straight to the ashes and basically all that's left of any sort of substance
0: is like the skull and right, it just... so it's 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 a smoldering heap of ashes, and he like holds up her skull, and you can kind of see her face for a second. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I mean, it's absolutely devastating. And then
0: the wind blows her ashes. Yeah, away. you could say the singing winds brought her ashes away.
2: So he he kind of just lazily stumbles into the house. He he picks up the the forty four shirt. And there's a commercial on the TV for the Cheddar Goblin.
0: It's Goblin good. It's
2: Goblin good.
0: So it's completely out of this movie. So we just saw like the worst shit imaginable. And like seconds later, we're gifted this goofy ass commercial for old craft mac and cheese, basically, where you have a goblin as the mascot and he's just throwing up mac and cheese all over people. And this just shows you that the universe gives no Fucks. Not at all. The world is still going to go on no matter what's going on in your personal life. The world around you is just happening and it's just doing whatever the fuck it's doing. You're just a speck. You're one star in the skyscape. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Sorry.
2: So he he heads to his
0: bathroom. (sighs) This is a test. This is a test of the emergency broadcast system.
2: Yeah. He heads into the bathroom, goes into the cabinet, grabs a bottle of vodka. Because apparently people kept vodka in their bathroom,
0: like, in the 80s. Okay. So when I saw this movie, I saw three different movies. I wasn't going to bring this up until the end. But people do not do that, Jeremy. Do you know who does that? Alcoholics. So Red is a recovering alcoholic. And that's why he turns down the beer. And it's very important that we see him turn down the beer. Actually,
2: I was I was going to kind of make that point because the only other time I've actually seen that was it, it's not really like a kid's like show. For, but there's a show on Netflix called Lock and Key mm-hmm. and um, the mother is a recovering alcoholic and she kind of has a relapse and she keeps her gin in the bathroom cabinet.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, addicts keep stashes. Yeah. So he always had that stash and he has that, you know, evil past as well. He's had a dark past and it seems like now he's regressing.
2: Right. So, and he's, I mean, he's just screaming in grief and crying and chugging and just.
0: This is when, this is like a memeable moment that shouldn't be memed because Nicolas Cage is going full cage here. But it's very emotional and it works because what just happened?
2: But it was also real because at the time he had just gone through a divorce or was going through a divorce at the time.
0: Yeah, and, so, and he channeled that into this. Right. So, That's what got him the role.
2: So, I'm so I I feel like everything that he's that he's doing in this is just absolute real emotion.
0: Chug, grunt, chug. Go full cage. Heartbreaking rage. He's yeah. letting his demons out.
2: And so, he heads to this like a campsite or whatever and there's a camper a front door says, "Fuck off." He knocks on it. the guy's like, "Can't you fucking read
0: Bill Duke, who Plays Carruthers. Yeah, and now, do you notice he said, "It's been a while."
2: I did, and that was one of the things that I wanted to bring up because it's like, what the fuck did he used to do?
0: Yeah, like he's had a he's had an evil past, and he says, and you could tell he's fucking hammered. Yeah, come for the reaper. Hmm. Was this the reaper that Mandy said would be coming? It could be. So. Hmm. So I get that he's had an evil past. He's an alcoholic or a possible full-on drug addict. His name is Red Miller. Red, as in I'm seeing red, as in anger. His last name's Miller. Like, at one point, I was expecting a full-on, crazy, jokey Nicolas Cage bursting through a door going, It's Miller time! (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) he's... I was hoping for it at least in the deleted scenes. <laughs> uh,
2: so yeah, he says he's here for the Reaper. He grabs uh, basically a crossbow. Says he's going hunting for Jesus freaks. Weirdy, I didn't know they were in season. They're 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 weirdy hippie types.
0: Crazy
2: evil. And then Carruthers basically explains that these they're called the Black Skulls. And then. There was a chapter that basically ran LSD for I forget who I don't know if the I don't even know if they said who
0: he just said a manufacturer of LSD that they ran courier for and he took a disliking to them so he cooked them up a, a special special batch.
2: batch
0: and they haven't been right since no now this is actually based off of a real biker gang way back when there was uh, this. Uh, I don't want to say Harvard professor, but he was a professor at some college, very respected, and he was making up his own LSD, and he was making a lot of money off of it. So him and Timothy Leary, are you familiar with Timothy Leary? Yeah. Okay. So they came up with the Brotherhood of Eternal Love, and the idea was to cook up enough LSD to dose the world. Like, they figured out how many doses that would be and how much they were going to need, and they started selling LSD to support the making of LSD. And these junky bikers robbed a random Hollywood producer. And he had LSD on him. And they all started tripping out. They go out to Joshua Tree. And they're basically out of their minds. And they end up meeting Timothy Leary, who introduced them to a chemist, the professor. And he facilitated it as... These bikers are gonna distribute your drugs for you, so we can make the whole world trip. Uh huh. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah.
2: So before he leaves, you know, Carruthers tells him, he's like, "Oh, if you're gonna go hunting, you're gonna need, you know, some good shit." So he gives him these friggin' like super arrows that go through fat kids like cake or <laughs> whatever the hell it was. So they cut
0: through. <laughs> they cut through cut. bone.
2: Like oh, a they cut through like bone, like fat
0: kid. Cake. But he only gets them two arrows. <laughs> I know. But I imagine they were they there hard to make. Sharp.
2: Yeah, yeah, probably.
0: You could tell this dude's not doing great. I mean, he's sitting in a a trailer. It doesn't look like he can walk much because he's basically pointing for Nicolas Cage where to grab all this stuff. Right. Like, even his, his dog, his bulldog, is all like mad. He's got a box of. <laughs> did I say he had a box of Cheddar Goblin behind him? <laughs> he did. He goes, yeah. you're probably going to die, man. Don't be so negative.
2: So now all of a sudden, Red has a blacksmith's shop or some shit?
0: So he has one lead on the Black Skulls. Dude saw them one time and he goes, yo, man, they were fucked up. And they were in a world of pain. Do you know what the most fucked up thing was? Was that they fucking loved it. Oh yeah! By the way, I spotted him near Spirit River, which kind of reminds me of the River Styx. Yep.
2: So so Red's in this black shop and he's forging, probably one of the most badass like axe sword
0: things. That so like, is it Johan Johansson? Yeah. His track "Forging the Beast." Yeah. Is playing right now. So he, I imagine this badass chrome axe thing going on is probably called the beast because it sounds like he names his weapons so he's definitely into some fucking bad shit if he has a thing a crossbow called the reaper and he knows how to forge an axe and he has a mold that is based off of celtic frost logo it's the 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 axe is the f
2: i was literally just about to bring that up
0: now how long Is he premeditating these murders? Because it takes a long time to to forge an axe. I looked it up, and it's fifteen to twenty hours for a fucking knife. A knife, and then
2: he leaves the thing, and the thing is fucking shiny and polished, and like all that. I'm like, that. How long did that take?
0: This is not one day. Like, he's planning this shit. There's no way. This is this is a thing I wanted to mention. So he's chugging the vodka in the bathroom. And he shows up to Carruthers and he's fucking hammered. So I think he's getting deeper into his like relapse here. So I yeah. think he is dwelling on this and thinking about it for a while. It just seems faster paced to us. But I mean, he forged an axe. That takes a long fucking time. Right. It, like, this isn't a like, he does it one night before he, he goes out to, you know, murder. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. So he's forging that. And then we finally get the title screen.
0: One hour, fifteen minutes and forty seconds. Yes. Mandy. It's shown like a heavy metal, like that branching out. Yep. Uh, bad graffiti that sometimes you can't even tell what the hell the band name is. You're like, what the fuck is that? But yeah. what it what it really looked like was her name was branching off into all of these roots that just kept growing and growing and spreading and spreading and Right, you know, rooting.
2: So, now Red's tearing down the road in the Blazer. I mean, he's just friggin'
0: barreling f- ass.
2: Oh yeah, and then he's hiding in the bush Hunting. with the with the Reaper, as you know the the bikes are speeding by. Two, he, only two of them. He picks off one of them. Then he quickly gets in his truck, runs over the guy, but in the process flips the truck, which.
0: I think, the, I think the guy was made of boulder. Because <laughs> when you, like, that's what it looked like. It looked like he hit, like, a giant boulder, and, like, he just... Oh, he
2: just goes, goes over.
0: And then that other black skull looks back.
2: Yeah. So we have, and then we have a cartoon, or, like, animated thing of Mandy. It's like It's, like, water, and then Mandy pops up. She's floating in the water naked.
0: Yeah, so it's, they show, like, three moons. There's a lot of jagged rock mountain looking things in the blue lake and yeah she's floating uh her red eyes open yeah did we did we miss one of these animations we did the first animation oh. happens right before uh he wakes up oh like after right after the murder when he he sees the cheddar goblin and, he, and then he passes out and he dreams oh, of her turning w- into like a zombie and like running oh away. that's
2: that, that's right that's right
0: Cause this, um, she did. She didn't look rotting. She was just naked and right, uh, demon red eyes.
2: So that other uh, black skull, he had come back after he had wrecked
0: him. This is Sis.
2: So he's now handcuffed in some sort of like a basement or whatever room.
0: Looks like a dungeon. And yeah, he's next to a giant pit.
2: So he's handcuffed to like a pipe, and his hand is nailed to the floor.
0: Hmm, very much like Jesus.
2: Yeah, that that looked like that sucked.
0: Yeah, that that dude his his arms and his hands and his wrists are going through a fucking beating.
2: So you said this was sis?
0: The black skull, yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. So he goes over, like cuts his shirt. Was Oh, it's my favorite shirt.
0: Sis is a is a, a woman. I said oh, sorry.
2: I'm saying sis, I'm like, but I keep I don't know. Like I see it and it looks yeah, yeah, it yeah. just it was hard to differentiate. Yeah, but
0: said, that was my favorite shirt. You and have ad- a death wish.
2: And this whole entire time he's loosening up the pipe.
0: Yeah, so he's Yeah, he's escaping. And he calls sis a vicious snowflake.
2: And then just rails her with the friggin' pipe. She falls down into the giant pit.
0: Sis, go down the hole.
2: <laughs> so yeah, he he pulls his Pulls his hand out, and now he grabs, like, a box cutter and then the lever. Some, some the, armor. It was like the leather biker vest, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, some sort of basic armor that he puts on. Yeah. He's warreying, warrearing up.
2: Right, and grabs a box cutter, heads upstairs. Now, I'm guessing this was probably just a house that they took over, because it seems like those were the owners of the house that were dead in that room.
0: Yeah, so it looked like he came out of, like, this secret hatch... That leads to their basement slash dungeon with a giant pit. And yeah, he comes up imagining, yes, those are the owners of the house. The woman, I'm assuming, is dead. You can't really tell. She could just be sleeping while her husband is laying naked and dead with his fucking ass blood.
2: Yeah, well, we'll probably figure out why that is.
0: (laughs) Um. (laughs) Was he, he was just like diarrhea so bad that he's just blood spurting everywhere, maybe? That yeah. would be the best case scenario for this guy. Yeah, I don't we'll see why.
2: I don't I don't think that was the case. <laughs> um so so he heads he heads upstairs, he sees the couple. Um I, goes yeah. goes into the in, into like the living room area. There's one of them is watching porn. I imagine
0: s- this is fuck pig.
2: <laughs> That's what I figured.
0: He's just scar facing. He's got his face on it's the a, table, just like just... blowing fucking coaches.
2: Oh, it's a pile. It's a pile on the table, and he's just so. Red tries to attack him. Attack whoa,
0: him. whoa, whoa! We're not going to mention knife dick. Oh, that's true. So after, well, he, I was going to get to after that. After he that. buries his face like Scarface, his knife dick gets hard. Oh, that's true. So right. like instead of a dick, or like maybe attached to his dick is like this crazy like knife, and it, it's uh. Yeah.
2: So Red tries to attack him, but he kind of senses it, flips him over, breaks the table. And somehow like his knife dick gets like stuck in the floor. <laughs> uh, and Red ends up like stabbing him and then just bleeds all over his face.
0: And Red is just like, he's, he's just... very excited. He's like, yeah, I killed you.
2: <laughs> and uh so another one comes around no sis yeah sis, sis comes, comes back, back, back
0: from from the, the pit
2: shoots out he <laughs> shoots out the tv
0: you ripped my shirt you ripped my shirt <laughs> and they fight briefly and he just breaks her neck like that was kind of a cheap kill i thought
2: it was but, but she already
0: went down she already went down the pit and like they already had a fight so i i get it <laughs> and
2: he, he takes his um he takes his ass axe and the crossbow back
0: he also took a shard of glass and did a bump. Oh, he did like a pile of oh, coke the, off oh, that big yes. shard of like the television glass. Oh, that's yeah, right. And then he finds the the beast. That the house is just like disgusting. The kitchen oh. is just
2: crazy. Oh, and but
0: also again, regular light, kind of a yellow kitchen. And he also finds the reaper. He finds the special batch.
2: Yeah, he gives a he gives a taste of the special batch.
0: Now this is what that guy was chugging earlier in the movie. And right. he just puts his finger in Fing- there and tastes it to his tongue and his face melts. There's all this like kaleidoscope thing happening. We see a radio tower. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and then it shows the yellow storm behind the radio tower. Yes. Looks sorry. like, I don't know. Dude, sorry. It, it looked like a fire and then like either the sun or an eye. And then now he has those blackened eyes.
2: Mm. Basically, I just said tries the stuff. Holy goddamn shit, Trip City!
0: Yeah, Trip City. Uh, now his mind is forever gone because he's tasted that tainted batch. Yeah.
2: So he leaves. He leaves the house. Finds another black skull. I'm not sure which one this one is, but he's basically. It, I I honestly don't know where they are. There's a flaming car, and he's just kind of chilling in front of it. There's like mounds of boulders everywhere. He shoots him with a crossbow and just basically, like in the neck and nothing happens. Like he just kind of pulls it out and blood is spewing everywhere.
0: Blood is everywhere.
2: But, and then all of a sudden, like apparently he can still put up a badass like fight and his neck is bleeding like crazy. She's still burning. Finally, I mean, he, he pushes him against the car, sets him on fire and then just like, She burns. And just cuts his head off. Picks up a cigarette, but lights it up. And he's just got this coked up. He,
0: he lights look. this cigarette off the dude's burning head.
2: Yeah, he just has this like psycho coked up look on his face, and then just yeah. takes takes a bike, heads to what looks like it's like an airplane hangar. Walks it was into a, a
0: very small airplane hangar on the side of a mountain by the radio tower. Where he he just tripped about this radio right. tower, so now he went to the radio tower and that's right. where we meet the, the chemist. chemist in his lab. Right.
2: So it looks like he was he was putting the tabs together. I'm oh guessing. my
0: god, dude. So he's he's making the sheet of tabs with no gloves, just dipping it in the acid. Yeah. He is fucking feeling it. So this guy I knew way back when not going to name his name, but he knew this couple, and they just sold everything. Like, anything you could think of, they sold. it. And she was telling me, she was telling my friend, she was telling my friend, I don't, I don't know these people. So, <laughs> she was breaking up tabs from, like, full sheets. And, you know, she was doing this for a while, and then she started weighing some other stuff out, and she just really, she's like, oh, fuck. I'm tripping. (laughs) Just from touching it because it soaks into your pores. Right. Yeah. So this dude is flying high. Yeah. I've
2: never, I've never, I've never tried acid. So I honestly don't know how
0: that works. I'm just telling you what my friend told me. And I'm relaying it to everybody out there. Right.
2: So we have the chemist. Looks like there's just like jars of like, worms and the the gray shit like the gray goo or whatever the the stuff is no one going to mention the tiger I'm getting to the tiger sorry we'll get to the tiger he has a golden luger next to him
0: yeah that looked like a I thought it was like a like one of those what are the walters from uh, James Bond I wrote down yo he's got a golden gun <laughs> yeah basically I,
2: I I'm pretty sure it was a it was a german luger
0: nice but he doesn't <laughs> go for it No, he doesn't. He just stops the cassette because he senses red.
2: Right. He goes, It's cool, man. It's cool.
0: You're a Joven warrior sent forth from the Eye of the Storm. Now, I know you remember your schooling. Joven is like Latin for Jupiter. Well, then. Hmm. Mandy's favorite planet. And he comes from her favorite thing about the planet. Dude licks his fingers. Yeah, when she's calm,
2: point well points to Lizzie the tiger.
0: When she's which come, originally in the script was a lizard, so Richard Brake showed up on on set and Panos is like, "Oh yeah, Lizzie the lizard." Yeah, she's a tiger now. <laughs> like what? Which makes sense. He had a tiger shirt earlier in the movie, right. and tigers represent basically manhood. Right. You know, you're like, go get him, tiger. Yeah. When she's calm, I know it's
2: good. Opens and the opens the cage door.
0: Bye, Lizzie. Yeah, just lets the tiger out. The tiger is now free. The tiger howls at the moon and it looks almost like a painting. Right. And Red doesn't say a fucking word. He's just right. kind of looking at the chemist. but The chemist is talking to him. And there's that weird demon background voice right. as he's talking. He's, you're right. God, you're right. Why'd he gotta be like that? It's like, oh man, they wronged you. You exude a cosmic darkness. You could say cosmic darkness. Like that's kind of like starless. Yeah. Bible black. And then there's weird, just like snake worms, like all over the chemist's feet. (laughs) Like what the fuck? No kidding. Yeah.
2: So then he basically tells him. Go north. Yeah. Just go north. And that's where, like, you see Lizzie with the, the, the howling and all that stuff. So Red takes a four-wheeler, goes through some, like, tunnels. Yeah. And it almost, I mean, it almost looked like after he got out of the tunnels, like he was in, like, another
0: universe. And he got stuck in the mud, and it's like a vehicle graveyard there?
2: Right. There's cars everywhere that have, got, that have gotten stuck, like, out of, like, quicksand or whatever the fuck. And then there's another animation of Mandy naked Naked. reaching into like a wounded beast pulling out. I'm guessing that was like, I'm guessing that was the horn of a Braxis or I'm not sure what that green thing was. It
0: was glowing green, but uh, yeah, that was basically the green orb from the heavy metal animation from. Right.
2: I read they, they took it from that.
0: Yeah. The whole animation like sequences are like, yeah, it right. remind me of Fabio. They even have the boobs. It's true.
2: So now Red's laying on the ground. His axe is far away, and it looks like he's near that site that he was working at before because his tree's down.
0: Yeah, it looks like he's he's at work. Like Maybe maybe this is all a dream. He, he, uh, he cuts down that tree, and maybe the tree fell on him. <laughs> this whole thing is a dream. He's so fucked up at work. And then and he sees the he sees the lizard. The lizard's staring at him.
2: And then like he's leaning over like the edge of a cliff and you see like the temple. And of course, like Susan's first thing, she saw like the triangular temple, and I'm like, don't worry, it's there's the no
0: midsummer trop er, it's a it's midsummer don't... temple.
2: Don't worry, there's no bear suits.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, so the uh, van there's much
0: there's much worse.
2: <laughs> so the van is like leaving. Red throws out, like, these spikes, blows out the the tires, and brother swans. Wow,
0: man. What? You're totally just going to skip the chainsaw fight? Did I... I didn't skip the chainsaw fight, did I? Y- yeah, you did. So we Red didn't get wake... to that yet. Red... No, Red wakes up. He hears the chainsaw noises, and that's when we notice it's, like, his work site. Oh, my bad. But he he wakes up to the chainsaw noise. My bad. Not the chainsaw fight. What chainsaw fight? What are you talking about? Shut up, Mike. I was
2: about to say, like, we haven't got to the chainsaw fight yet.
0: My bad. I just saw chainsaw in my back note. It was just, just the noise. It, you could call it foreshadowing. <sighs> so anyway. Post-shadowing. Post-shadowing?
2: So yeah, anyway. Spiked, blows road. The, spiked road. Spiked <laughs> road.
0: This is really not ideal.
2: <laughs> As he gets out, like, immediately, Red, like, headbutts him. She burned brightly, Mandy. Didn't she?
0: Yo, and then Red fucks him up. And that, he, try, he tries to rip off Kurt Cobain, even though this is 1983. It's a Kurt Cobain, quote, better to burn out than to fade away. But he doesn't even get to say the whole thing because he says then to fade. As he starts see, to deep throat the beast. That's
2: before Kurt Cobain. Really? Do you ever see Highlander?
0: Like, there can only be one? Yes. Maybe? I don't know. I might have shown that on WLVI.
2: So that's what that's from. So there's a song. So basically, the soundtrack to that movie is the Queen um, kind of magic album. There's a I forget. I think it's called Kurgan's Theme. But there's there's clips from that movie, and he says to the Highlander,
0: "It's better to burn out than to fade away." Wow! Not Kirk Cobain. It was my Kirk Cobain.
2: There you go. See, I learned you something.
0: Damn. So, so anyway, he kills Brother Swan and lets Lucy go.
2: Best kill of the movie, in my opinion.
0: Oh, Brother Swan deep-throating yeah. Oh, yeah. the beast. Oh, yeah. It's like, getting the axe handle. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was brutal. So, so we get our only Mercy there, and then we get Cielito Lindo. Yeah.
2: So the dude, dude's waxing his car in the middle of the night
0: spit-shining his car. That's Brother Klepto? (laughs) Klopek. He literally spits, and he's, like, shining it, and they're listening to, like, I just fucking said the name of the song. It's a Mexican ditty that mariachi bands used to play, and the
2: lyrics
0: basically (laughs) translates to, Sweet little heaven is prancing down a pair of black little eyes. Sweet little heaven sneaking by. A bird that abandons. Uh, Something about a beauty mark that you have. Something about an arrow in the air. Basically, the song was romanticized over time, but it was originally about how these bandits lived up in the Sierra Mountains, and people were scared to travel by there because they were afraid that they'd get murdered and raped by these bandits. Yeah. Side note. Sorry about the tangent.
2: Anyway spinning axe coming out of nowhere hits a dude right in the face.
0: That was
2: awesome.
0: Axe <laughs> to the head.
2: Just out of nowhere. So now we're on to another brother.
0: Yeah, this brother is like the, the brother from Die Hard. Yeah, brother A Hank- big German dude. Yeah, I
2: know. Brother Hanker Hanger whatever the hell his name was. He's whittling away at something as Red you know, he, he picks up the chainsaw.
0: He picks Um, up a chainsaw and he tries to start it. He's having trouble starting it and big German guy picks up a chainsaw and then he's backing up and you're like, well, this chainsaw is just like (laughs) ridiculously large as I'm like having trouble starting my regular one.
2: Yeah. So they have this massive chainsaw fight. So he knocks, he ends up knocking reds out of his hand and then red finds a chain, just wraps it around dude's neck. And just pulls him on top of the huge chainsaw and just...
0: He gets gutted. And this was awesome. His yeah. blood is just like spraying. Yeah. So and it,
2: this is where it like started to feel like a video game for me. It's like he was going through like the mini bosses. And then yeah. now all of a sudden it's like, oh, we got to go to the final boss now. Yeah.
0: So, so we, get, we get the temple. Big giant ass cross. It's full of red lighting. There's a draped podium with an open Bible. Or you know whatever their their own version of the Bible is, whatever their yeah text is. What do you call it? A grim war.
2: So he goes goes down down this like chute and um goes after through after
0: he just tossed their holy book. Right. He just like ah fuck this that... shit, and then he goes down the shaft.
2: Right. Goes down this like whole like underground tunnel like yes, system. Yes, he
0: descends.
2: Descends. And now there's, like, a room at the end of, like, the, the tunnel. There's a chair. There's a lamp. And there's, like, a tropical mural, like, on the wall.
0: Which was the background in Scarface. Yes.
2: And so we have Mother Marlene, who is kneeling down crying.
0: And very poor attempt to seduce Red. Yeah, he doesn't seem interested. Um, I imagine he's not horny at this moment in time. <laughs> and she's just like. She's not reading the room, he's and she's the... telling him the story about how like good she is in bed, and it's like, I can anticipate my lover's every move. It's like, okay, creep show.
2: No shit, and this was great. I'm glad that they didn't show the kill, because it was just the reveal great. was. Martha. Oh, it was great. So you know, Jeremiah is in a room further down, and Which is
0: pulsing pink and purple. It's like the center of this crazy underground spider web of tunnels underneath their temple and he's just in this weird like heartbeat of a room and yeah we get yeah. a little bit of bowling
2: and So all of a sudden this this head comes rolling in and he's just he's just screams
0: and then kicks it he kicked the fucking head come no closer god is in this room oh hi Hey, how you doing? <laughs> you
2: can't I've harm me. i made it
0: to Bowser. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't harm me. You're just meat. No soul.
0: And now we get like the echoey voices, you know, especially with Red. And his the psychotic drowns where the mystic swims. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, he goes through this whole monologue. Red grabs him and all of a sudden he turns into a bitch.
0: Yeah, he went from savior to groveling and begging for his life in like a fucking snap.
2: No, 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 no. Please, please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. I'll, I'll, I'll suck your fucking dick. Is that what you want?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then he realizes how like cowardly he's being and he gets mad.
2: Yeah. He he switches the flip again. Uh, Yeah, Flips the switch again.
0: And he's talking about God and then Red and Red's demons. Right. I'm your God now. Head crush. Head crush as what looks like he has an orgasm. Or you could say a climax.
2: See, I saw well, you you could look at it that way. I saw it as just like just the whole weight was just kind of like lifted off of him.
0: Isn't that what happens when you come? Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm.
2: And I wasn't they, sorry, I just wasn't looking at it as in a sexual way, I guess. Did I say it was sexual?
0: you said he climaxed yeah and then he burns the temple from within yeah
2: just and he just slowly he's he's walking away gets in the car gets in the car and it seems as though he sees mandy in the passenger seat with him
0: and he's clean when he sees her right like it's just him and her just hanging out and she's wearing the 44 right
2: well i think they both were weren't they
0: well, she was wearing the forty-four. And it goes back like a flashback when he met her at a party. She's wearing the same shirt as him. They're both wearing the forty-four, and uh, they their eyes meet. The whole scene is like enveloped in pink and purple, and she smiles at him, and she has a single tear, which seems out of place. Mm-hmm. And then we fade back to red and actually, red in the car. Yeah, she's ride or die. Yeah.
2: And then camera just kind of pans up. And so like the, the, the atmosphere, there's like
0: nope, three. not yet. Not yet? Nope. Cause so it shows that she's ride or die. She's riding shotgun. He's completely clean and then boom. It okay, shows the... that he's actually covered in blood. He's all acting maniacal. He's got this crazy right. wide-eyed grin and he looks back at her and she looks at him and then they ride off into the right. floor of the forest away from i don't know the sunrise it was hard to tell cuz it's like a fantasy landscape that we saw well, earlier
2: well that's what i that's what i was like about to say cuz it's it's something out of a sci-fi movie it's like weird terrain and then there's there's planets that are like all up close and everything
0: yeah and yeah and that's that's based that's that's it
2: that's yeah well you get
0: well no you get the credits and then uh at the end of the credits the music stops and you can hear Birds chirping, maybe starlings. You think? I okay. don't know. And okay. then after the after the credits, um, you get red. Shows him in the forty four shirt, and there's a tiger behind him. And then there's like some of her other drawings. I don't know, like a centaur, or naked women. You know. Yeah. And and that that doesn't. Yeah. Iron Man. So what'd you think? It was good. Um, uh, you didn't like it.
2: No, I it's. I did, although, I don't know, I, I, I do agree with with my wife where I, f- I feel like Mandy should have had a little bit more personality. But then also when thinking about it, you know, she's also had like not the best like past or upbringing. So, you know, that could also hinder that
0: too. Right. So I saw this movie as three separate movies. Now, like every time I watch it, I I notice more shit. So, you know, the first time I watch it, you get the Love Lost, it's a revenge movie, but obviously it's like, hmm, something something more to this. The second time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is about addiction. It's about a a person battling um, addiction. And then the third time I saw it, or the third time I thought about it, I realized it was a movie about Mother Nature and all of mankind. Okay. You notice how she has a personality. She's she's playing a motherly role. They even have a swing set but they don't have children. It's because he's her okay. children. Yeah. These are all her all her children. And she doesn't look scared when they're taking them or even when she's about to die. She looks concerned, yeah, but I mean she's accepting. She she knows it's what's true. going on. She that's has a true. wisdom that only no, a mother can
2: have. I, I agree. That's that's a fair point.
0: And uh, the whole drinking and anger thing that I was talking about, there's a deleted scene that shows uh, Red pumping gas, pumps $6.66, and a sheriff pulls up. He's got a six-pack and a porn on his shotgun seats, so basically showing you that the sheriff's a dick, and that asshole thinks that Red is a bigger asshole Go, like, oh, what are you doing? Get all fucked up, doing fucked up shit, basically. So you know, they cut it out for pacing and it seems it seems out of place, but it confirms my you know, yeah. red having that dark. So past. Is,
2: is is there any theory as to what maybe like his past was?
0: Yeah. I mean obviously he was a hunter, so maybe he was a you know, paid thug. He
2: somebody. was
0: muscle for somebody. And obviously he definitely murdered yeah. people and he was a drunk. That's whether the cop knew him as a drunk and a, you know, dangerous person. Uh, the number 44 we talked about a little bit, The Mysterious Stranger, which is a novel that Mark Twain tried to write, Mad Times, never actually finished it. Um, but every iteration of the story had a supernatural character who was Satan or also known as 44. Oh, and Jenna looked it up. Uh, 44 pops up a lot as... An angel number in numerology. Basically, 44 represents an inner knowledge. Your angels trying to communicate with you, to motivate you, to stay on the right path. They want to remind you when you're at your lowest that they're there to guide you, to help you understand your purpose and the journey of your soul. Nice. So, Panos Cosmatos came up with this movie... I mean, this is a while after his parents' death, but basically he said this is part of the grieving process. When his mom died, he didn't really accept it at all. He says he drifted into a slow-motion mode of self-destruction and binge drinking. And then his dad died of lung cancer. And this was his outlet instead of basically being who Red was in the movie. Right. in, In the past. And it seems that Mandy saved him from that and he was having this peaceful life in the middle of nowhere. And I believe that Panos came up with this movie while he was listening to some Barry Manilow. <laughs> so this might be the second movie based off the Barry Manilow song Mandy because we have Can't Hardly Wait which uh, is that, that funny uh, 90s <laughs> yeah. high school movie. But the, like, listen to some of the lyrics of the song. You talk about a shadow of a man. It's a song about regret, about loss of love. And he says, you came and you gave without taking. And I sent you away. Now this, a little bit of alcoholism right here. You kissed me and stopped me from shaking. And he talks about pain. At one point he's lost his mind and the lyric is, and nothing is rhyming. Like it doesn't even have a rhyme there. Oh Mandy, I need you. It's totally not a song you would picture with this movie, but but I I heard it afterwards. This is a joke. I'm like, oh you'll listen to the song Mandy and then I'm like, holy crap.
2: No shit.
0: Oh man, that, that actually could. Could could uh that could work. <laughs> but no, I mean overall I, I, I did like the movie. Yeah, and I mean, so Mandy's Mandy's name. Uh, Mandy means worthy of love. Her name is Mandy Bloom do you think bloom like, like a flower, flower or yeah. nature in the movie she's very one with nature so i believe she is the embodiment of mother nature that's why she cries with the with the deer but she's not freaked out she's she's just sad right that's why she wouldn't kill the starlings who her father who i don't know maybe that's god wants her to kill because it's a pest and she has these tormenting inner turmoil about killing mankind mankind's good look i saved this one and she saves red they're together and they're isolated because once he gets back to his like any outside forces he's evil again his name is red miller so you get like booze anger so i think he represents mankind and she is using him as an argument to god that mankind is worth saving but mankind is just a starling. Beautiful sometimes, yes, but mostly destructive and ends up killing Mother Nature and itself. Well, we got deep with that one.
2: <laughs> no shit. <laughs>
0: wow. All
2: right. So what's your rating on this? I think I'm going to give it four brains.
1: brains. Four brains. brains. Four brains.
2: I'm going to go three and a half.
1: Brains.
0: Not bad.
2: Like I said, I I wish I wish she had a little bit more personality. I get why she didn't. I don't know. I just.
0: Oh no! Fan feedback. Fuck. Well, didn't didn't you get a little bit of fan feedback?
2: Oh, oh, oh sorry. Yeah, I I I did. I guess, I guess you could call it fan feedback. So I posted our last episode. Uh, which was the second part of our... Back to school. Uh, back back to school uh, tangent. And apparently somebody was not happy with it.
0: No, you could say they were angry face emoji about it.
2: They were angry face emoji about it. Yes, they were. And this person, his name is Jeff Miller.
0: Oh, damn, you calling him out? We don't have to. You could take that out. Could I? Would I? Should I? Hey, man, he angry faced us. I just want to know what the angry face was about. But that was it. It was just an angry face. No. It was just an
2: ang- it was just an angry face. So like that's a, it.
0: Like a kindergartner would angry face emoji you. It was, that's what it was.
2: That's all. No comment. Hmm. Didn't say why he was mad.
0: Very interesting. Any other feedback?
2: He, um, I think that was that was it for for feedback. However, we have t-shirts now.
0: We have t-shirts. You're wearing yours. It looks very nice. It looks very crisp. The colors yes. are bright. It's a nice white t-shirt with our logo designed by Lauren and your graphic designer friend.
2: Yeah. So there's a guy at Sick Inks that I, I found him on Instagram. So so Lauren came up with the concept and it's an awesome concept. And he basically drew it, put it into a digital, you know, know basically the digital image that's on the t-shirt and then i had a had a buddy refer to him, referred me to a printer and uh locally and he did up the shirts for us and uh yeah no so hopefully this gets the ball rolling on uh, some uh, merch
0: hell yeah so if you want a fans of the dead t-shirt reach out we got them maybe, Absolutely. maybe we got to do a contest let's do a let's do a giveaway with with some shirts man
2: yeah, we'll do, we'll do a giveaway um pretty soon, um, so basically I figured they're not gonna be crazy amount of money. I figured we'll, we'll be selling them for about fifteen bucks each, uh plus you know plus shipping. We'll 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 keep you updated as to how to get one.
0: Word, nice. Um yeah, how about horror
1: babe of the month?
0: Dakota Johnson. Yeah, so she's been acting since 1999. At the age of 10, she had a minor role in the dark comedy Crazy in Alabama with her mom. And after that, she was told if she wanted to continue acting, she would just have to finish high school. And she did, and then she moved out to Hollywood. Now, of course, everybody knows her as Anastasia Steele from the Fifty Shades movies. Yes. And... I know a lot of people hate on the Fifty Shades movies. I, I get it. You know, it's not like the American literature that you hope is in the future libraries for generations to come, but it's a sexy movie, man. It, it's, pre- <laughs> it, it's pretty cool, you know, and, and uh, Jenna likes watching those movies, so, uh, you know, I'm all for it. She yeah. also played the baby mama to Whitey Bulger in Black Mass. She was in Bad Times at El Royale, which is really cool, but we're here for the horror. Right, so, so
2: we know her in the horror world. Uh, she was Susie in the new Suspiria remake.
0: Yes, and an upcoming movie. It, uh, COVID fucked it all up. You know, it premiered at the Sundance Film Festival, and it's yet to have a wide release. But she's going to be in, or she is in, the nowhere in. Wow. So that's coming up. But yeah, Suspiria. I mean, she earned a slot as horror babe of the month just for the dance audition. In that movie. I've
2: still yet to watch the remake, so I will definitely have to have okay. to check that out.
0: Check it out. It is awesome. Her grandmother was Tippi Hendrit. Really? Yeah, from The Birds. Alfred Hitchcock's uh, The Birds. That, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, famous, famous family. Uh, her grandfather, Peter Griffin.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know if that's true. I'll, <laughs> I'll have to fact check that one. <laughs> it's either Griffin or Griffith. I was just like... <laughs> oh god yeah so that basically wraps it up uh our next episode might sound a little different that's because we are entering october this is where our season is gonna wrap up and we're gonna do it big for halloween we're gonna have a big halloween episode i don't know what movie we're gonna do yet but it's gonna be halloweeny we're gonna break it down we're gonna have a nice tangent and we are doing a crossover event with my friends, our friends, from Heavy Metal Over a Six-Pack.
2: I am so excited to do
0: this. So basically, we picked a movie for them to review. They picked a Heavy Metal album for us to review. And we're going to do those on you know our own episodes. And then we're going to meet up and do a big episode. So this, this is going to be fun, man. I'm looking yeah, forward no. to this.
2: Oh, I can't wait. This is, this is going to be a blast. O- October is going to be a fun month for us.
0: Hell yeah. I mean, October is a fun month for us, even if we, we weren't doing this. Let's be right. Honest. Oh, of I've course. already got my Halloween episode and Jenna's Hall- Halloween episode. We have our Halloween costumes. They uh, arrived from Amazon, and I'm very excited. Yes. Trick-or-treating may be canceled, but Halloween lives on in our hearts
2: absolutely like
0: i don't know about you but we're gonna do halloween up for the kids it happens to be a saturday it's gonna be a full moon like these things don't just happen we're gonna to go to safe houses and and do a little bit of trick-or-treating yeah i mean obviously we're not going to you know around the whole neighborhood and, and whatnot but we are gonna visit family members and do the whole porch distance halloween thing we're costuming we're going to watch Hocus Pocus and then watch something freaky later in the night. Maybe uh, do a live stream maybe that night special for Halloween. That could be cool. That, we could that would watch be really cool. VFW live. Ooh, That would be fun. Give away some t-shirts while we're watching it.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So that's about it, man.
2: Sounds good. So you can check us out. We are on Facebook we are uh, Fans of the uh, Fans of the Dead on Facebook. We're on Instagram, Fans of the Dead 1.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Fans of the Dead 1. Check out our YouTube channel. we got a bunch of our recipes up there. Soon to be maybe some other stuff. I don't know. Drop us some suggestions. It's Fans of the Dead there. Reach out to us at Fans of the Dead podcast at gmail.com. As always, you can listen to us on Podomatic, Spotify, Soon to be Amazon Music, I believe. Really? Yeah, yeah. We're branching out into other aspects. Still trying to get it on that iHeart, man. I haven't heard back from that, man. I am not iHearting you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that'd be awesome. Get us on Amazon Music.
0: Hell yeah. Amazon, at a fucking push of a button, you can have whatever you want delivered right to your house and money just disappears from your life
2: story of my life right now
0: <laughs> you're like huh why the doorbell ring <laughs> mm, there's six packages on my doorstep
2: oh by the way what i got what
0: the fuck did we order oh
2: by the way i got some shit coming oh, okay
0: cool all right as always have fun be safe peace